know, I was just thinking, in my, in my last campaign, we had this really annoying little creature that was following us around all the time. I kind of wanted to talk about it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I really freaking hated that thing. <laughs> well, wait, what was it? It was, this li- it was this dumb little troll, okay, and uh-huh. it carried around, like, a little starter flag, like you see in NASCAR. Right. And he got really excited anytime we'd get in a fight. Like, he would flip out. He'd start waving the thing everywhere. He, he, he just went nuts. And my DM did this really annoying voice. It was just... I, I hated it. That actually sounds kind of awful. It was pretty annoying. Yeah, he was a uh, he was our troll for initiative. And we're back. Welcome to the Roll for Insanity podcast. <laughs> uh, you might get uh, to the point where you realize that maybe for the first, I don't know, two or three minutes, you might just want to skip past that. I'm I just would. saying. That's the best part. Yeah. I do like our, our intro song, though. But Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you made it. So. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a little partial to it. Non-biased. Yeah, not at course. all. Completely. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Role for Insanity podcast. Uh, today uh, we have uh, myself, Kevin, and we have Joey with us today. Hey. We got Ryan. Hello. And we have Clay. Hey. And everybody else uh, finally got wise and, and quit. So sorry about that. We might be able to convince them or trick them or something to come back next time. But You know how it is economy, know. budget cuts, yeah, yeah. solar yeah. winds. Yeah. <laughs> the social distancing yeah just and a 2020 global thing, really. warming i yeah. mean it's really been rough it has been warm yeah. it has been really warm yeah. blockchain yeah. cryptocurrency are these buzzwords doing anything for you audience not at all okay well <laughs> i guess we can move on then. yeah we um we are continuing our journey with uh, joey's campaign uh picking up a little pace now it's actually getting uh, interesting I have oh, so it wasn't interesting before. Yeah, it was pretty rude. He's sitting right there. Sorry, Joey. He's now crying, <laughs> audience. Imagine the cutest the little boy face you've ever seen, just covered in tears, and that's Joey right now. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, so much for my character tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he had a good run. I did. He made you insult God. Maybe your next one will be a little bit more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of run. Yeah, that's where I ended up most of my uh, time last campaign. Yeah, that was fun. Um, so what we were thinking is that we were going to start trying to uh, separate out our podcasts a little bit and kind of talk in one a lot more about our campaign uh, because there's a lot of wild antics in there. And in the other one, we can kind of talk about some of the technical aspects of that campaign that we thought you might all be interested in hearing about or any news or things that come up throughout the week. So I was thinking it might be a good idea to just kind of have Joey give a preface because we've made mention of your campaign before but we don't really have a story for the audience yeah yet. give us the gist Joey yeah. what's your campaign the gist, about Joey give us the gist so give us the gist the gist yeah the give gist. us the gist you want the Joey <laughs> <laughs> you want the gist I do oh no. I want the gist Joey <laughs> yeah okay I'll give you the gist lay it out lay it out on the line tell oh. us like exactly how you're planning on killing us alright mm-hmm. so I plan on killing you that's it that's it <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I, tell us about. <laughs> for those of us that have not played, we'll pretend like I've never played in the campaign. Joey, set the stage. Tell me 
just a overview of your story. Yeah, uh, give us a like the, the setting. setting. Yeah. The current setting is um, semi dystopian. Okay. With a uh, racial hierarchy. Ooh, is this in um, the past, the present, or the future, Joey? Um, to us, it would be more of the past. It's kind of similar, more similar to the Renaissance with magic. Ooh. And uh, one of the best ways I can describe it is like if um, artificers and magic items were bigger than spells. Ooh. So you guys already received a couple magic items. Some of them pretty good. Some of them gone. Have I? I guess I got one last last Maybe. time we played. Yeah. You guys got three last session. That's or right. somebody mm. did. I don't know what you're talking about, Joey. <laughs> Could be anybody. We only got one magic item last yeah. session. So Just a bag of holding, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all. That was our artificer slash rogue. I'm not a rogue yet. Uh, yeah. But you still like one. Yet. <laughs> yet. It's the mentality of a rogue. Yeah. Yeah, so it's semi-dystopian in a future. It's um, a post-Great uh, World War Ooh. Um, where, um, to just give out some free history on your world. Mm, yes, please. I don't even have to roll for it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to just roll anyway. oh, history real quick. No. Just real quick. Yeah, you? here, hold on. You might. Um, you would have more. I didn't, I didn't learn this in school. <laughs> no, you had a you had a specific. You didn't go to school. Uh, <laughs> shoot. You think there's schooling in this world? We're just a couple of latchkey kids on the street. <laughs> <laughs> that explains so much. Well, I mean, yeah. where do you think you found us? Exactly. We're like kittens in a cardboard box on the street corner. Except the cardboard box was an inn. And it was yeah. shredded from the inside out. Yeah, probably. And, and you guys keep going back to it. Yeah, it's a nice inn. It's a nice inn. It's probably probably one of the nicest in town. You get truck. We gotta get use out of those NPCs that you <laughs> That's right. painstakingly crafted entire backstories for. Of course, yeah. Joey. I, I think Joey would then point to the fact that there's probably 150 NPCs that he's put time and effort and history into outside of the inn that we've never even talked to. Yeah, like Orsa. I, yeah. I put yeah, Orsa. blood, sweat, and into every name that comes up in my campaign. <laughs> <laughs> every that. name from the random name generator that you <laughs> <laughs> can shoot at all yeah. times. Are you looking behind my screen how'd you know about that mm-hmm. uh i'm actually god oh my god crazy oh yeah. my clay oh my clay yeah so you were telling me about free history oh yeah <laughs> so <laughs> um a- approximately like 30 years ago it's when it ended it was a five-year war mm-hmm. um it started uh from a trade dispute as the orc civilizations became more um advanced and um started getting more involved into the world they wanted to establish um stronger trade connections between other nations. Mm-hmm. But um, their neighboring uh, countries feared that it would just allow them to expand their uh, power range and just be able to raid them easier. Mm. And would just end up going to chaos. But then other nations wanted supported it because it would bring more trade and profit into their nations. And so everybody started fighting. Well, it started... It's, each other. As, it's, it kind of. It's, okay. It started with... Um, uh, it was mostly, this all happened mostly in the Western world. So, mm. like dwarves, um, rare races, and orcs, and partially partial elves, which are s- kind of centered in the world. Okay. But the humans and the gnomes were on the east, eastmost mm. continents, so they were kind of separated and just didn't really want the orcs. They heard a lot of bad rumors coming over, so they weren't for the connection of the trade routes. So they were being a little bit racist speciesist I suppose essentially yeah it's pretty messed up yeah I'm, I'm glad I picked a human yeah <laughs> you're probably one of the most hated races now though on the wrong side of history ladies and gentlemen yeah. okay so um essentially what happened was 
um, tensions rose and the uh, orc nations uh, grew angry that they weren't being allowed in the trade, so they started revolting. Or not really revolting, they were just upset, and but they uh, formed a secret trade route between them and the elves. Which, uh, um, the, um, or, um <laughs> I could speak, I promise. I believe you. Thanks. That's yeah. all I need. <laughs> um, so their neighboring countries, after finding out about this, got angry, which started um, building a war of tensions and eventually evolved into that. Okay. And um, the gnomes and the humans formed a defensive pact with each other. Ooh. And they were like, as long as they don't get involved, they're going to stay out as much as they can. But if any, if either of them get involved, the other nation will join their aid. Okay, so they had a uh, like a okay. They were they were allies. All yeah, right? they were allies. So and then the war happened. Everybody got out through the fighting, and then the humans and gnomes came out on top. Yes. So okay. the war was happening, and about two years in, um, the humans decided to make a move and saw that this has a great opportunity to start expanding their reach. So they went to to the um, elven nation, which forced them to fight a two-front war as the bulk of their forces were fighting in the west. They couldn't really defend themselves from the east. So that uh, resulted in a quick takeover. Okay. And they kind of just kept the human empire, or yeah, the human empires just kind of started expanding westward with gnomish ingenuity and cunning. They were able to manufacture a lot of um, magic uh, weapons and items to help benefit them in the war. Okay. And now we live... What's the name of the city that we're currently in right now? It's kind of a hub, isn't it? Yeah, it's service. You're in um, the Gnomish land. It's kind of a... Sm- it's one of the smaller um, continents. Okay. It's kind of like Australia, if you think of it. That's, that's wasteland. More well, it's full of criminals. So. I mean, that's half the... Or now, I guess, a third of the party. Two-thirds of the party. I'm good at math. <laughs> yeah. It's... So, from what we've been seeing so far, we started out in a tavern, um, and... As, as things often do. And within the first two sessions, we managed to have one of the four people in our party get arrested more or less permanently. <laughs> He's gone. Um, and we've infiltrated local gangs uh, and just got finished robbing them as of last campaign. Yeah, for a lot more than we expected. Yeah, seriously. We left there with a bag of holding. I was expecting a couple swords. We we left with a bag of holding. Three, I'm happy. And that's a dub. Yeah. Just, but also three crates of weapons, three crates of oh yeah, we got some armor, drugs. Yeah. And, and three crates of food. Yeah, we got some um, illicit substance fruits that yeah. we are going to be selling <laughs> to um, someone. We got a horn of silent alarm. Yep. Used against us. Yeah, yeah well, that wasn't it's good. It's ours now. So. Yes, it is, but it <laughs> <laughs> apparently it's attuned to people that don't like us. Well, we can reattune it. Uh, we're hoping. Presumably. Because Presumably. I would you hate every time we meta. blow that stupid thing. Uh, that Joey? You you would know, cast, since you cast the Identify spell, it's whoever you want can hear it. Oh, there you go. There hey. we go. Much better. Much just, better. We're going to torment our... Uh, <laughs> Talk about power leveling. Torment you know? Bojangles. Yeah, just torment Bojangles, which is not his name. His name is Agnius, but he told me that he was in the circus, so well, I, I refuse sure to call him anything else. I remember his name ever. Yeah, it's okay. Um, yeah, so let's give a little detail there. Uh, Agnius is Austin's <laughs> character. Um, he is a sorcerer and quite the character, both in-game and out. Um, so... Austin's main goal when we started this campaign was to teach his dog how to fight. Now, you might With be thinking, 
I was getting to that. Oh, so sorry, you might sorry. be thinking, oh, teaching a dog to fight, that's pretty natural. You know, you can just, like, teach it to bite people. No, he wanted it to wield a knife in its mouth. So he spent, like, multiple days trying to teach this dog how to use a knife. But and he did and it. He did. He did it. He did eventually <laughs> do it. And in the first combat of the entire campaign, his dog got speared like a shish kebab. <laughs> well... And that was a beginner's, you know, it faux was pas. Beginners because faux pas. when he sent the dog, the dog had enough uh, movement, movement to get, to get to he him. He didn't have enough movement to back Make it up. the stab, and then that was it. Because if you didn't know, dogs have 40 movement, and the distance from the dog to the man was 40, 40. feet. <laughs> So and dogs don't have a very high AC. Just collection or let you HP in on a value, yeah. unless yeah. you know. Although it wouldn't have mattered because I'm it, pretty sure right. I rolled in that twenty yeah, with max crit. damage. Yeah, yeah, you crit that poor yeah. dog. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so then, uh, oh by the way, this is Bojangles, Agnius, whatever Bojangles. circus character. He's most commonly <laughs> referred to as Bojangles and the kid, because he was also like the youngest person in our group, both in game and out yeah um and so we kind of took on like a babysitting role we were we were like kind of like ah well he's kind of useful sometimes and we have to make sure that he doesn't get into trouble otherwise things could be bad for us anyway now he's in jail yeah with basically no chance of pearl uh but at least he's not dead yet yeah well I said yet. I know, but the problem is, is he also has all the information. Yeah, but they also think he's crazy. So that's the well. um, It's not a far leap, (laughs) especially when I start blowing the horn every couple days. That's right. (laughs) The sound, the sound, it's ringing in my ears. Do you guys hear the horn? (laughs) So anyway, that's pretty much the current state of Agnius. Um, Maybe we'll break him out of jail. Who's to say? Um. Unfortunately, on the flip side, yeah, Austin has rolled a second character. Yeah. That might need to be brought in. We'll see. And it's probably a rogue from what I was last hearing. So good. More criminals for the criminal party. <laughs> yeah. We'll you know, we'll it, it happens. <laughs> do, it, we, do we want to give a gist of each of our characters real quick? Yeah, sure. So, Ryan, Ryan, why don't you start? Sure. Okay, so I'm playing an artificer. I've already talked about this in previous episodes, but I'm not using one of the core ones. I'm using a homebrewed artificer from uh, Tasty Kibbles. I'm going to plug them every time because (laughs) they did a really good job. It's very high quality. You can find it on GM Binder if you just search like Tasty Kibbles Artificer. Um, And basically the one that I'm playing I think is called like Thundersmith. And the entire point is you have a weapon that's infused with like electricity. And so mine is a long rifle. So basically what that means is that I've taken on the role of our group as like a long-range sniper slash assassin character. And um, in like a few levels, I'm probably going to multi-class into rogue and go down the assassination subclass uh, for that extra sniper damage on surprise rounds. But um, So basically, I'm like a rogue, but I have a lot of experience with various tools outside of thieves' tools. And magic items specifically. So, all right, all right. Moving on to me, uh, my character's name is Theon because I watched a lot of Game of Thrones and I'm not very creative. <laughs> and uh, he is the same character that I always play, which is a rogue, <laughs> specifically a human rogue with Lucky, a variant human rogue with Lucky uh, and the assassin 
subclass. subclass. Yeah. So I play the exact same type of character every time. Uh, my last character was named Tywin because, again, I watched a lot of Game of Thrones and not uh, very creative. And he was a lot nicer than Theon. Theon's kind of a jerk so far. <laughs> Um, much more into his own self-interest, much more like a normal rogue, um, and seems to be developing some sort of weird dynamic with Whisper, yeah. uh, Ryan's character, because we've now both saved each other's life uh, at least once. Uh, so there's a little bit of a little bit of tension going on there. So we're gonna explore that this next campaign. Yeah, he spent the night in my house once. It was pretty cool. I just made sure she didn't die. So we'll that see where nice. that leads. Yeah. So that's me. Uh, what about you, uh, Kevin? And we already talked about Agnia, so we, kinda, yeah. we, we just don't know if he's going to survive or not. That's oh, uh, I don't know if I mentioned he's a sorcerer. I don't know what subclass. You did, yeah, and I'm not sure. I don't sure know either. if he knows either. <laughs> he was he was divine soul. If you oh, say so. interesting. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. we really never got to see that part. I was going to say I never would have guessed. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, actually, too much. he did. He did better as a rogue, I think. You know. He, yeah. Yeah. This is this is the new. You know, should have been a wild character magic probably been a, he should have been a bard is what he should have been yeah he a should have with all the performing really and everything yeah. that's yeah, yeah that that would have fit his personality um oh and then because i didn't realize what everybody else was coming in <laughs> to the uh the gameplay um i went completely out on a, on a limb because i never play anything outside of pretty much a, a standard base class and a dwarf um, that's just it, it fits my my personality because I'm short and stout and fat and bald and have a beard so you know with that I relate to the dwarves but uh, this time I actually chose to go with uh, the Asimar class Cause um, type race race, yeah. race. And, uh, and then I went with a warlock uh, the celestial for my class so here comes Goody Two Shoes in with uh, Assassin <laughs> Number One, Assassin Number Two, and Sorcerer uh, slash Assassin Number Three. So he would have been a good kid if he had been with a different party. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. He would yeah. have been just fine. Yeah, so he just needed a good influence. Coming into this, I was uh, I was lawful good. Um, I had to work with Joey, and we kind of had to change that because. The very first encounter was almost a party kill uh, between the two of us. Uh, yeah. Someone was going to die. And I have no idea who would have come out on the top because none of us roll for squat lately. But, I don't know. Uh, Based I on the numbers fine. game, I think you would have lost. But uh. Well, just because of the sheer numbers, yeah. I mean, but, uh, hey. Anyway, so I am now chaotic good, and that's the only way that I can go. I have my own precept of what's good, and uh, that that helps uh, when we go around assassinating people. Yeah, and it's still kind of a tenuous relationship it is. between it, us. It's, yeah. uh, there's still, the, 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 you can definitely tell the tension. So it's actually, it, this is probably one of the best campaigns I've played because there is the tension. It's not everybody, you know, everybody's friends, Hunky everybody's, door, yeah, everything's yeah. good. There's always, there's this constant tension. Well, and even between my character and the townspeople, um, the Asimov race is very, very rare. And you mm-hmm. know they can you can go an entire lifetime and never meet another Asimar. I mean that's just part of it. It's a celestial. It's kind of like the tiefling, but instead of a demonic parent, there's some kind of a celestial parent in in that. So it's it, it it's fun to play, and uh, it like Ryan said, there is definitely some tension in the party, but I think it's fun. It is. Yeah, yeah. we have Clay, like, Clay's. <laughs> 
I'm testing character. Yeah, we were really getting to the point where I'm not sure if that's not going to end. But, yeah. but I encourage him to play because, honestly, Clay is probably stuck to his character more than I've ever seen him play before. And I think yeah. that's it. That, it actually, it's awesome. Yeah. I don't know if that it, speaks to me just <laughs> secretly being a jerk. <laughs> no, because you, I mean, even, I you made a comment last week that, you know, you really wanted to stay and help the party out, but... My that's not what Theon would have done. No, yeah. my character is going to run, and that's what he did. He, you know, he ran like a little coward. You know, it's self-preservation. Well, but I mean, I mean that's, that, that's yeah, all it is. Coward. It's, it's not a coward. It's self-preservation. It, yeah, and he knew that I was already mostly out, and I had all of the stuff that we needed for the yeah. job. Right. So. I was like, Whisper's going to be fine. I'll yeah. be fine. The, the angel guy. I'm stupid not angel. Who cares? Let him die. <laughs> I'm not super the, concerned about him. Now, the only other thing, um, we didn't bring in Bree. Bree's not here with us today. Yeah. Um, her character who is a bard and plays she's playing the bard very well and yes, not a criminal is. as far as I know not yet well not she yet. just broke into a gang warehouse with us I'd say she classifies well now. yeah I she mean, was beating the snot out of the little Nomi dude so well, they yeah. had it coming so. yeah they did but um, yeah, so oh, I, I realized um, Ryan and or Whisper one of them either probably both <laughs> of them hate gnomes it's fair. I hate I hate elves more because they smell like jail <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another running gag in our our campaign, but yeah, oh, man. I think I mentioned it when I was talking about this. But Joey let me play a detective character, <laughs> where we started a running gag that because he's a human, you know, we had like a little like a jokingly like racial bias thing where he's like, mm, "Elves, they all smell like jail," <laughs> and that's carried on significantly <laughs> since that point. Yeah. It gets brought up about once a once a session about now, basically so. every race other than humans. Yeah, basically yeah. every. <laughs> But especially time, elves. Basically, every single time that elves are brought up, just like you can expect the <laughs> smells like jail comment to come up somewhere. Uh. Awful. Oh man, but yeah, that it's an interesting thing. So to uh, to get back to the last campaign, the last session we played, <laughs> we were trying to gather weapons and armor for what. Oh yeah, I guess we should explain that. So an um, oh, you yeah. should actually so that's yeah, that's your mission, really. Yeah, that's uh, I'm working with one of the uh, the businessmen in town. He is a tavern owner, and uh, I noticed that he wasn't happy with uh, some of the stuff going on. So we kind of struck up a conversation um, that now almost didn't end. Best buds. Yeah, that yeah. that almost <laughs> didn't end well either. We we both were. Having a little uh, issues, um, I don't know if I said it, but I'm very headstrong, and uh, my back, tell. yeah, my background <laughs> is um, protectorate, which means that I, I protect any of the innocent, downtrodden, poor, you know, any anything I see as being, you know, somebody who needs protection, I will step in. So I tried to, um, you know, convince uh, him that I was willing to help him and then we found out that the the government is uh wicked evil <laughs> you found uncontrolled. out <laughs> yeah. yeah our characters knew that yeah. from the start that's because you are part of that, well, that whole yeah situation. and we kind of grew up here also you're new yeah. in town yeah. if I remember. definitely He's new new in town very new in town <laughs> and uh so uh the owner of the establishment has an underground um uh, resistance movement that they're trying to uh, overtake the government and so they enlisted my help um, 
to secure weapons, armor, anything to uh, arm the uh, the regular uh, citizens. And Clay and I are in it for the money. Right. Oh yeah. And that, and pretty much that's the money means nothing to my character. So we don't care. You yeah. know, it I, works I, out no well. Problem. It does. Yeah. I mean, you guys get the money. I get to have the glory. I have. It's not even the glory. That's the other thing. I mean, you know, and I'm willing to fight to the the death. And uh, Agnius has almost put me there twice now. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your character's just a no fun stick in the mud. Won't even let us burn down buildings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it would have been so fast, so easy. Yeah, I had the oil there. <laughs> just point of reference there were people in the building it wasn't just a building they were planning and burning down they could leave yeah the ones on the top through floor. the third story window right. with no <laughs> fire <laughs> escape right. yeah anyway so but are they jumping or a fire <laughs> yeah right <laughs> you're giving them options at least <laughs> right and now I've put them into a safe house that's going to turn into a murder house I'm pretty uh, sure I mean a I wouldn't really house. call it a safe house <laughs> Well, it's, it's a safe a house. It's a random woman that I knew. <laughs> yeah. It's a medium shop. Yeah, it is. She's a medium. She's cool. And she yeah. speaks Jamaican. She she Close. speaks Jamaican. Close. <laughs> she's got. She does have sort of a. She's got almost like a, a backwoods, um, Louisiana. Yeah, Bayou. Accent, bayou accent. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, so, uh, once we got that mission from Kevin's character, whose name I always forget. Froden, Froden. Um, so once we got that, we decided the best course of action was to rob a local gang. Despite Joey's attempts to lead <laughs> us to go to this local ruins. Yeah. yeah. On um, several occasions, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he did really try and uh, point us in the other direction. Yeah, and then we were like, no, that's too far of a walk. We're going to go rob a gang yeah. instead. Because <laughs> that's so much easier. It, well, I it mean, was, It saved honestly. me a trip. Yeah. Yeah. We only like had to kill, like, hours. what, three people? I don't even think we... Oh, you, yeah, we you killed, killed three people, yeah, and then you yeah. guys almost died yourself. Hey, not oh, yeah, people, but we didn't, no. though. <laughs> okay. All right. You have to admit that was... Um, Clay took the dead bodies and put them into a... a uh, rug of strangulation, or what's it called? Rug yeah, of smothering. That's right. it. Yeah, I basically turned a bunch of bodies into, uh, like, pancakes. Trash yeah. compactor. Yeah. If you've ever seen a pretzel... Um, Worse, much worse than that, <laughs> and made out of gnome. And, yeah. and then we lit it on fire, if I'm not mistaken. We did. Well, I yeah, but I don't it, know if it, it actually didn't burn because it was a magic carpet, but yeah. it smoldered. I guess we're yeah. awful. <laughs> um, so as we're escaping after this horn of um, silent alarm has been called, we have a bunch of gnomes above us. They don't believe a word we're saying. We're trying to convince them that uh, <laughs> everything's fine. Um, it all ends up in a fight. And these gnomes are much more powerful than we are. They have two attacks each. They outnumbered um, us. Outnumbered us um, and had the high ground, essentially. <laughs> so, it's over the odds. <laughs> it ended up, we all kind of ran out. I took a while. I almost died. Uh, but the f- funniest part of that, I think, was Rodin. He was oh, the yeah. last one in the building. We had chased, we were like, we had run away, and most of the gnomes, except for like one of them, had followed us, like down the streets, trying to catch us as we escaped. And Vroden was left in the warehouse with one gnome chasing him around. And uh, Vroden, why don't you explain why that was so funny? My movement was uh, 30. 30, and his was 25. He could only get to within one space of where I was. 
Unless he double moved. Right, unless he double moved. But then he would be open for an attack because he would have used his full move and he couldn't attack. So he wouldn't do that. That would be stupid. Now, I couldn't do double move because then we'd be in the same boat. He'd be, you know, the same thing. So I would move my 30. He'd move his 25. I'd move another 30. He'd move another 25. The problem is, is that neither one of us could hit. Neither one of us had a separate action. So I literally was running back and forth in this warehouse with the little gnome chasing me like an ankle biter. Yeah, just and using free item interactions to try and slow him down. Yeah, throwing things around. I soaped a ladder uh, rung to hope that might do it. The the What finally happened after, I don't know, maybe five or six rounds, yeah, yeah. Um, he finally, he jumped um, off of the catwalk. Off of the catwalk. And uh, unfortunately, that threw him far enough back that I could, um, I think I, I set a fire. Right back. You were yeah, just climbed climbed narrowly down. Yeah. So you just climbed right back I climbed back, back up and up, set jumped a, out the window. set a fire and then I jumped out the window. You know, I was able to, with a free action, I was able to get the window and throw a rope around the, the catwalk handbar and then lower myself down. And then I ran like a skilled little girl all the way back to the tavern. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's hilarious in that, <laughs> and I think you're remembering part of it a little bit off he used his dash every turn which is why he couldn't attack you that's what it was that's right and you had no health which is why you didn't fight i think i was down to like two hit points yeah so you used your dash every round also that's what it was was just gonna keep going on and and that's right so neither one of us had any we didn't have right because if you only moved like or no you did i don't remember anyway but yeah so it was great you could have put like benny hill music to it definitely so that was hilarious. The other fun thing that happened is I lit someone on fire. Oh. <laughs> and this guy, I don't know what it was. He didn't even care. He didn't care. I, could, I feel like I was telling Joey before you guys showed up, I feel like I could have chopped off his feet and fed him to him, and he would have come at me like the knight from Monty Python. Like He didn't <laughs> care at all. His he was scratch. chasing after me, fully engulfed in flames, doused in oil, Chasing me down the middle of a street. <laughs> he was on fire. And he still had two attacks. And he still had two attacks. No disadvantage. The guy was just so unfazed by me. It's like he was warned I was an arsonist before he got there. <laughs> oh, also, the one thing that we learned is that if you constantly ridicule and mock gnomes, things just go well for you. Oh, that was funny, yeah. too. The God, only I gnomes that hit were the ones we weren't making fun of actively at the time. Yeah, and that um, all started with Bree's character right, using vicious, she had mockery. vicious mockery. And yep. so we just came up with a bunch of insults for the gnomes. And but we, then everybody started mocking the gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of us have vicious mockery. Right. But, but it seemed to work. It, yeah, it, it they rolled way worse when we were making fun of them for some reason. Yeah. I don't think I rolled above an eight for the first, like, half uh-huh. of that combat. And that's good. That's a good because thing. Because if you had rolled above an eight, we probably would have died. Probably. Yeah. Oh, man. Now, now I'm really curious to see what happens, because we've got a bunch of loot. I hope we start a gang war. Yeah, well, we'll probably will, <laughs> because we had... Well, I mean, we look like we're part of the human gang, so sorry for that connection for you. Yeah, thanks. It's okay. I'll pay him off with, you know, the illicit fruit. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be fine. Um, I'm, I'm more curious to see what happens when it comes to divvying up loot, because this is going to be the first real time mm. that we start to divvy up actual valuable loot. <laughs> right. I figure we probably get paid for the, like, armor and weapons and stuff. And then when we get to, like, the magic items, it'll probably just be like, do you want this, or do we sell it and split the cash? 
we're definitely keeping that bag of holding as a group. Oh, absolutely. We need that. Yeah. We're not getting rid of that. I'm but keeping it for myself just because it lets me put my stupid six-foot gun in it so I don't yeah. have to carry it around. Well, you guys will get, you know, you'll have that. You have uh, the ruby red dagger that I think that we got as well. I think Ryan well. wanted that one, too. I do yeah. want it. And you then, do need uh, something that lets yeah. you be viable at short range. And then, I, uh, you know, uh, Clay's got, uh, what is it, the... Uh, uh, squish grapes. Yeah, all I've oh, got yeah. is illicit fruit. The, the drug yeah. fruit. Drug fruits, yes. <laughs> so that, uh, you know, and then basically the uh, the weapon and the armor goes to the resistance. Right. So we also got three crates full of food. We could probably sell that. Well, I was going to... You probably want some of it. I was going to leave hey. some of it uh, with the uh, tavern owner so mm. that... Uh, does he okay. want it? Is it good? I guess we'll get we'll into find that. Well, they were, yeah. Yeah. they were keeping it. Yeah, I mean, you know. That's true. If we should not, go we back for the rug. <laughs> <laughs> we should. Just infiltrate, kill another three, steal the rug. They don't have their horn of silent alarm anymore. <laughs> Can't and fail. if they do, then we get another one. I think they'll probably be armed a little bit better, too. So, It'll All right. Well, that's it uh, for this episode. Um, we will keep you posted on uh, the antics of our campaign as we uh, we have another game scheduled for later today. So we will do that. And, uh, and then the next episode, we'll probably go back to our regular format where we talk about like, um, you know, the more like little segmented things like uh, two lies and a truth that kind of stuff so, and then yeah. and like clay said more like the the mechanics and the and, yeah. and news and, and updates right. and things like that yeah. but we thought you'd be interested in our campaign because uh, we find it amusing and we thought you guys might too <laughs> yeah we'll much switch to off the, you know much yeah. to the chagrin of poor joey who's <laughs> This was supposed to be a a serious adventure. You guys are turning this into a circus. (laughs) I think there's a very good air of seriousness to it still. Well, yeah, we almost died on that last one. Yeah, I did die. (laughs) That's right. You were down, and and thank goodness that, uh, yeah, Whisper whisper. was able to stabilize you. Yeah, you're lucky that I took cure wounds. I almost didn't. Thanks. Yeah, and and now, unfortunately, anyone who saw that now knows that uh, she has cure wounds. It's okay. I think the only person that saw was Cleon. I'll probably be the one that needs it the most. <laughs> and between the two of you, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, let us know which of these like uh, episode formats you like more. We'll probably be doing both of them for a while now, but um, you know, if there's one that you prefer over the other, definitely give us your feedback. Yeah, I just think it it lends into the the flow if we kind of separate them back and forth. That was Clay's suggestion, and yeah. I, I agree. I think that. Yeah. It does. It it makes it so that we can kind of get into the story mode, yeah. and then we can also get into more like that. You know, the the news, the, the you know, the guts. So you know, the, if you don't care game. about our campaign at all, you can just skip like every other episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. Do that. <laughs> it's okay. Please don't. Please don't leave. We want you to stay. We'll do anything. We're sorry for what we said. Oh man, the, this episode is dedicated to whoever is going to continue to listen to all of our episodes despite the content. Thanks, Blake. Um, make sure to check out our <laughs> website, roll4insanity.com, to get updates on all of our antics whenever we upload new episodes, as well as a, a small little section for those of you looking to start playing Dungeons & Dragons. It's got some recommended equipment and things for you to buy. Uh, and we also have all of our socials on our website. Ooh. Ooh, so Tell us about the socials, Ryan. Uh, yeah, I would love to. Um, so it, do you have an Instagram? I do. Do you have a Twitter account? Barely. Do you have a Facebook account? No. 
that's okay <laughs> because we do Ooh. and so if you would like to follow us on any of those social media and maybe more because i honestly don't keep up with what social media we're on anymore thanks nathan Ooh. um <laughs> you can follow us uh, all of those links are on our website um otherwise you could probably search roll for insanity and hopefully find us um but honestly just go through the website just it's go through the website um yeah and then that's it bye bye everybody (laughs) have a good one we'll see you next time